0: The virus has now killed more than 100 people in China and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want
1: to frighten the American public.
0: France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But
1: you need to prepare for and assume
0: Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China.
1: That this is going to be a real serious problem.
0: France, Australia, Canada, the U.S., Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials
2: are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the U.S.
0: Germany,
3: a man
2: has uh, contracted the virus.
0: The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide.
2: Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500.
1: We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't, and the worst happens.
0: War Room,
4: Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K.
0: Bannon. Okay, Thursday, 29th, September, year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, we start off on Capitol Hill where the Republicans, the last day of work. Everybody's leaving to go to back to the hustings uh, to work on the uh, on these House seats on the most important election since 1862, the most important midterm election since the Civil War. A lot going on in economy today, a lot going on in the capital markets. I wanted to delay it instead of starting the show with that. Get through some polling and some politics. I want to thank Lou Dobbs for taking as much time as he did, though, which is fantastic. I can't hear enough from Lou Dobbs right now. We definitely ought to if get the podcast. You should download it. Also, we're putting up the Rasmussen YouTube channel. We're trying to immerse you in information so that you're most well-informed to do your job as a citizen. It's 10 plus 10. What does that mean? It's not going to cost you a penny. Don't have the choke or check to anybody. Just own your own vote. Put a list together of 10 people, colleagues, friends, family, whatever. Make sure you talk to them directly, that they own their own vote, and they put a list together of 10. If we have a surge here, we can pick up another 15 or 20 House seats and then get – so it's it's impervious to cycles. We're, we're six, eight, ten years away from ever taking the House of Representatives, and you've seen what destruction they've had under Nancy Pelosi, and it will only get worse after her that's what we have to have we have a chance it's all converging right now to destroy the democratic party as a national political institution at the ballot box they they love democracy so much they talk about it non-stop they're the defenders of democracy on uh, on msnbc and the new york times and you know the threat to democracy is hiding in plain sight that is about you and the precinct strategy and volunteering to become uh, poll workers and collection judges new york times of paper records freaked out because they understand that you are taking over the election apparatus as a civic responsibility, because you want a fee- free and fair, transparent uh, election, honest election. And so they're freaking out because they don't trust you. In fact, they hate you. So um, you have to say, okay, you can do what you want, but we're gonna volunteer like uh, our civic duty is, and we're gonna not just win this thing, we're gonna turn things around. Uh, but in the middle of that, and remember, if you wanna stop the pain you have to win. There is no substitute for victory. There's just no substitute for victory right now. We can fight on all the other stuff, and there's a lot of stuff here that's deeply wrong uh, on our side of the football, but we fight about that uh, after we win. We must win. There's no other alternative. Um, I want to go to uh, – I got Dave Brett, and I've got uh, – do, do I have my clip yet? Um, is it ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to go to Cortez. Cortez, give us an update. Yesterday – and this shows you the – I think uh, when you look at capital markets and stock markets and bond markets, you've got a real jaundice eye of people that jump in and, and trade, et cetera, because yesterday they had an emergency. They really had an emergency uh, session from the Bank of England, and we right. now know it was to, uh, it was to um, um, save these pension funds. Because they had right. a fifty percent drop in some of the bond prices, the Bank of England did something extraordinary because of, I believe, an irresponsible, not well thought through proposal by the Tory government. Uh, and I'm all right. for tax cuts when you can afford it. I'm all for growth. That's how you get out of it. but not in the middle of a financial crisis when you're still spending much more than you're bringing in, and you've got right. a bill. You've got real doubts about how you finance that. That's just you're just yes. then you're playing into the hands of of really outside forces that are going to have to finance uh, to buy your uh, to buy your bonds and actually finance it this is the way the ccp could step up buy a ton of bonds and have a and have a real say-so in what the british do uh so it was emergency but that sugar high that it got everybody excited it was a one-day trick as you and i talked about give us an update today sir
4: Yeah, it lasted all of a day. Uh, It literally turned around that quickly, despite billions of dollars from the Bank of England. Another once august institution that has lost its legitimacy. And Steve, what I think there's a lesson here that's crucial for America to take away, because the U.S. and the U.K., sadly, among developed countries, we are in the worst shape in many economic metrics, particularly as it relates to inflation, because I would submit we've had the worst two leaders in Boris Johnson previously and in Joe Biden here, unfortunately. Uh, But my point is, we should take lessons from what's happening to England because it could very well happen to us and what we saw happen yesterday when the bank of england had to take these extraordinary measures otherwise their pension funds were literally going to go bust meaning they could not meet margin calls margin calls are when a position is going against somebody positions that are not fully financed and either the brokerage houses or the exchanges are demanding more collateral they were not going to be able to make their margin calls it was going to be an absolute financial crisis so the bank of england had to step in with these extraordinary measures What it tells us, Steve, and the takeaway for America, I think, is that deficits really matter again, okay? For a very long time, we got away with deficits, let's face it, not mattering very much because we had stable low interest rates, particularly in the United States with the reserve currency. And let's face it, both economically and politically, deficits didn't matter a whole lot. Well, now deficits are absolutely front and center, and the capital markets will punish you immediately if you get uh, too willy-nilly about deficits. That's exactly what the UK did. That's exactly what the new Prime Minister Trust did. She said, oh, we're going to cut taxes. We're going to run up the deficit in the near term. The capital markets said, no, you won't. Okay, and they nearly broke the British financial system. It's been saved for now. I hope it's saved. We'll see if, it, if it's saved in any lasting way. But the unfortunate news today, Steve, if we look at the market uh, right now as we speak, the Dow is down almost 500 points. So yes, it was a one-day wonder, unfortunately. And we are right back into the soup, right back into the pain. Uh, and to me, the most telling story today for our markets for the United States is CarMax. You know, everybody knows the, the firm, the chain CarMax out there. CarMax right now as we speak, is down 23% on the day. And that's a chart of CarMax going back to the beginning of the year 2020. And the reason I wanted to show that starting point at the beginning of 2020 is again, think of how bad things were in the lockdown. Think of the massive uncertainties, obviously in this country, almost nobody buying a new car at that point. Well, as you can see on that chart, we are now back within those worst ranges. We're not quite at the lows, but we're back within the worst ranges of the uncertainty of spring of 2020 so on so many metrics whether it's individual companies like this and again i'm not trying to just pick on this company but i'm saying it's representative of a much larger whole uh the consumer is absolutely imperiled in this country and on so many metrics whether it's an individual company or whether it's macroeconomic data we're either at or below the 2020 the worst points of 2020. And again, to show you, I'm not just trying to pick on CarMax. If we look at the retailer sector as a whole, CarMax is a retailer. Uh, If we look at the retailer sector as a whole, it is down 4% on the day, Steve, the XRT, down 4% in a single day on no particular news, really, no macro news in the United States. Down, why? Just because this economy is absolutely crashing into a ditch. Okay. And the corporate media might want to pretend otherwise. They might want to try to argue about how many angels, uh, can, can dance on the head of a pin and whether or not this is a recession. It's a recession. Okay. It's a very deep recession. And if we don't take action quickly, uh, it's at risk of becoming a depression. That's the reality right now. It's what capital markets are telling us. It's what smart people in the economy are telling us. And it's certainly what a lot of stock prices are telling us. Well,
0: CarMax is a proxy. Right, because of the the ability, people's ability to buy cars, it's a proxy to look over the hill about what's actually happening. Also, twenty three percent drop for the owners, the for the pension funds particularly that owned uh, Carmax. It's not a recession; that's a depression. That's twenty three percent in a day, really in a, in morning. a day. And compared to last in, in fall, a day.
4: it's been as I showed on that chart. It's been cut in half, more than in half uh, since last fall. And and this is the point too to connect it again to that English story to the British story is. These pension funds, just like individuals, uh, the models are getting broken right now because when stocks do this, your bonds are supposed to provide insurance. They should be stable, if not rising in value. It's supposed to be the insurance policy. Well, the insurance policy is blowing you up as badly as the calamity you were trying to insure against. That's what Joe Biden has created in this economy and it is wrecking, Um, not just individual portfolios, but also institutional money. I fear, you know, we're about to end the third quarter. I fear that once we find out the reporting on this third quarter, uh, it's going to be a very gruesome tale about what happened to some of the smartest money in the world. Some of the most sophisticated money managers in the world who simply cannot manage this kind of chaos and uncertainty.
1: But
0: also FedEx is an incredibly sophisticated company internally. Walmart is an incredibly down to the micro of every square foot in that store and the profitability it throws off, the EBITDA. Uh, CarMax, these are companies that are run on mathematics, on right. algorithms. They, they have control systems are best. My point, and you have guys on the other side of the trade, the hedge funds, they have armies of not just young analysts and the people that come out of the best business schools and people with PhDs. Their entire job is to focus on this. The surprises you're seeing, both from the company side and then the research guys and the hedge funds caught by surprise, this is also a signal, not noise. This shows you we are in uncharted, turbulent waters where even the best of the best can't think it through. Right. right. And they're caught by one surprise. Tomorrow. I've also said that we are one or two steps away, false moves away from a depression. And I want to go right. back to the British government because this is bromides. There's nobody in the world that's more forced tax cuts and growth and getting the tax burden off uh, uh, than Steve Cortez and Steve Bannon. However, right. when you're in a certain financial situation and what happened is how you finance it. And here's what's changed. We've just come through 10 or 12 years since 2008 of this false Uh, atmosphere of zero interest of the central banks working together to keep interest rates suppressed to zero or even negative interest rates easy money collectively the entire financial structure of the world is predicated on that all the debt hundreds of trillions of dollars of debt you're now very quickly in 90 days as we've warned about it it's changing radically by people that should have known better the right. Federal Reserve, Janet Yellen, that missed the big signals. that We could sit there and go, this is happening. you got to get in front of it. They didn't get in front of it. So when somebody like Liz Truss makes a decision like that, all of a sudden, that could have triggered everything. That could have been the guns of August. That could have been Sarajevo you and know, That could have been, could have right. been the event. And the it's still maybe, Steve. P- point still may it could, be. By the way, we're, we're, not, yeah. we're not through it by a long shot. It hardly. It's the right. pension funds. We're sitting there going, it ain't our stock portfolios we're worried about. These things called bonds are now at half value, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to step in here. or the, And what that does, it also increases the borrowing costs for everybody, not just the British government. I think right. that move, unless there's dramatic, and, and, unless the Tories come forward, it's going to end, end their government by spring. And here's why. Everybody in the U.K., at the end of her talk, their interest charges of what they're going to pay for interest dramatically increase. Steve Cortez.
4: Yeah, and you, by the way, Steve, do you know who agrees with us, believe it or not, is Larry Summers, Okay, Larry Summers, uh, you know, probably the, the, the dean, if you will, of, of finance on the Democratic side, on the left in America today, he has made statements lately, exactly to this point, that the era of easy money is over and why is it over? Because of the policy decisions of Joe Biden. Now he doesn't say it quite that explicitly, but it's exactly what he describes. And he even says it was a year and a half ago. Well, a year and a half ago is exactly when the exorbitant borrowing and spending of no, Joe Biden ho- and Nancy Pelosi started. Hold on, hold on, hang on.
0: Whoa, 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 hang on. whoa. they got a clip. We can play it later. He's at the Aspen Institute this weekend. He right. says the American Recovery Act, that 1.9 trillion, was a huge mistake. And that's what started the inflation, as you and I said at the time. And for the 19 Republicans that voted for it, Larry Summers is sitting there calling you guys out and obviously calling Schumer and Biden out. He said you didn't need with where aggregate demand was. This was going to be massively inflationary, as we said. That is the railhead of the first of the bad decisions that was within the first hundred days of this regime, Steve Cortez.
4: And when you combine that. With an attack on american energy production on domestic energy production because donald trump created uh, because of his fantastic policies and because of the ingenuity of the american people and because of what we've been blessed with by the lord above uh, with the energy beneath our feet uh, we had not just energy independence we had full spectrum energy dominance joe biden immediately upon taking office attacked that blessing attacked that abundance when you combine that with the exorbitant borrowing and spending with the trillions of dollars that the republican establishment enabled him to expend the unfortunate reality was that commenced that was the spark needed to commence the inflationary spiral and the era of easy money was over as of that moment
0: cortez hang on we're gonna end let's let's hit larry summers right now we're gonna end with summers brett and cortez gonna join us on the other side we basically
4: had inflation under control for 40 years despite the fact that the price of oil fluctuated, despite the fact that there were all kinds of uh, supply shocks. Um, we lost the thread uh, along with many other countries um, about a year and a half ago with massively expansionary policies.
0: You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand. End quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver, With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold.
4: This week's special series, State of Debt. Today, we've got our eye on government debt. The Senate passing a stopgap measure Tuesday as Congress stares down yet another funding deadline, Friday at midnight. I know it's a clockwork these years in order to avoid a shutdown. It comes the national debt climbs to nearly $31 trillion. Both parties have been spending like drunken sailors for the last 20 years. Actually, let me correct myself. I'm sorry. That's an insult to drunken sailors, because at least the sailors are spending their own money. So here we are. Record debt, inflation at forty-year highs, a global energy crisis, and a likely looming recession here in America. But is there all upside to this somewhere? Here now to discuss it is Stephen Pavlik, is partner and head of policy at Mac. Okay, this Macro is now uh,
0: CNBC. CNBC is now starting to to pick up on this. Of the this is the heart of the financial crisis. I want to bring in Dean Day Brett from Liberty's Business School. Brett, you've been on this particular topic. Uh, For a while, you're saying that we're hurtling towards a sovereign debt crisis uh, because it's going to get more and more expensive to finance these massive deficits. And we just had these games played on Capitol Hill to kick the can a little bit down the road, but not far enough to give the Republicans control. The Senate basically spit the bit, didn't take any of the advice people have been giving them about you've got to force Biden's hand on closing the southern border. They took the easy way out. Uh, and they basically turned it over to the Democrats to put up an entire year's appropriations in mid-December. Let me just tell the audience that we've been saying, the, November 8th is everything. But after November 8th, the fights on this are going to be massive. And you are going to be, this audience is going to be front row in it. So if you want a front row e-ticket, make sure that you get everybody out to vote November 8th so we actually have control. And then we'll have these fights. But this is a, once again, games are being played. And the CNBC Uh, Analysts right there just laid it out uh, that we're heading towards, they don't want to say it, they don't want to say the quiet part out loud, but we're heading to a sovereign debt crisis in the United States of America. Dave Brett.
3: Yeah, Cortez uh, set me up well. Uh, Deficits uh, don't matter was the claim for a while. I'm going to put up some charts today. The first one's just devastating. It sets the stage for the next years uh, we have coming up. And uh, I want to encourage everyone else out there, uh, you know, Cortez and I, we put these charts up, mine are up, Brad Economics. Go take these and get on your local uh, news stations. The the American people do not get this education. So use the war room clips and all these charts we put up. You can just, you know, go find them out there and put them up. But look at this first one. And and so this is a doozy, right? So these are the, you know, Western European, uh, fairly successful countries. And uh, this chart uh, shows that if you've experienced five percent inflation or above, uh, how many years does it take to get back down to the two percent inflation rate? And the answer is, without exaggerating, look at that chart. Look on the left side: six to eight to ten years, on average, for all of these countries that we're familiar with. The U.S. is a little bit better functioning than some of these, so we hope it's at the you know six or eight years. About what this shows, and it sets up the story about the debt and the deficits and the interest on the debt that we're going to pay coming up, that we have six to eight to 10 years of digging out of this hole uh, that's been laid for us, right, over the past decade. So the real economy is going to show up. We'll just go quickly over the next few graphs. There's a graph from the Federal Reserve. Uh, Fred showing these are uh, interest on the debt payments. the The number you'll see in most of these graphs is about three to four hundred billion dollars Of interest payments we have to pay. And so this sets up the next question. All of Wall Street is screaming bloody murder right now, right? Oh, you're going to ruin the economy, Federal Reserve. You you can't continue this. You can't continue this. I think they are going to continue this. And when we get to the last graph, you're going to see why the Fed is going to have to continue to tighten to choke out inflation. So this most people, my Tea Party friends, when they see a graph like this, they go, holy moly. Double all of this, right? The interest rates have doubled since the end of this graph. So if it's three to four hundred billion, it's six to eight hundred billion. Uh next graph. Uh the uh look at the far right just to get to the bottom line on this. This is a year old, back at the old low interest rates, low inflation rates, and the cost estimate for 10 year interest payments on the debt. 10 uh, year interest payments on the debt is eight point one trillion dollars. Double it right, the interest rate has doubled already and it's gonna be more than double that. Uh, next graph, uh, this puts it in terms of percentage of federal revenues. So now this is getting the Federal Reserve guys real nervous. So we're at 10% of federal revenues right now, the amount of money the federal government takes in. But look over there at 2050 and we're talking about 45% of federal revenues coming in. will go, this is not for government spending. This is just for interest on the debt, okay? So now we're getting that's scary territory. And again, this is from a year ago, so double it. Ninety percent of revenues go to the next one. The next one's the the bomb graph. So this is from ten. This is from 2010. Just estimates of different scenarios with interest rate growth on uh, projected interest payments again. So this is not government spending. This is just the interest payments on government spending. And if you look at that top green uh, line, that just assumes 7% interest rate, right? So the the 30 year fixed uh, out on the Wall Street Journal today is 6.98. So that's, you know, this is going to be a hair lower than that. We're not talking a 30 year debt here. But look at 2078, uh, and we're at 100% of GDP on the vertical axis on the left, 100% of our economy. Will have to be devoted to payments on interest. All things equal, which they are right now, right? And what did I say? That opening graph, uh, we can expect about six to eight to ten years to get out of this uh, inflation scenario we're in right now. And if you look back at that last graph again, just uh, kind of right where where we are in the next ten or fifteen yeah. years, by about yeah. 2040, we're going to be doing you know 20% of GDP, right? So GDP is 20 yeah. trillion. Uh, you know, and do the math on that. It, it's totally devastating. This is why the Fed has to solve this but, problem. Yeah. <clears throat> this competes <clears throat> with their Democrat <clears throat> spending.
0: Yeah, it can't. The Fed, the Fed's not going to solve it because <clears throat> they're controlled by these prime. These prime. They're, they're owned by twenty-four. The American people don't own them. Twenty-four right. prime brokers own them. Yeah. Right now, go to Birchgold.com forward slash Bennett. Get my free. Uh, the end of the dollar empire. There's two two sections out so far. I've got the politics of money. And also i've got the uh the fall of the dollars of prime reserve currency we're talking the politics of money what dave brett just w- rolled out for you is six to ten years it starts on november 8th and let me be blunt i'm gonna bring cortez in for a second if we don't win on november 8th it is over not just in the courts and in the, in, the, in the apparatus and the administrative state but the orgy of spending, these radical Dems, and this whole modern monetary theory, this theory they got that deficits don't matter, are going to destroy the American economy. Here's the dilemma, Rand, and, and Cortez first and then Brett. We basically take in, and this is not even including revenues dropping because of the recession. I'm just dealing off the existing numbers. Roughly three and a half trillion comes in. You have transfer payments of Medicaid, Medicare, and Social Security that are, you know, quote unquote, untouchable they all so that evens out everything else to the government from defense to education agriculture is then deficit financed essentially and that right now is over a trillion dollars trillion dollars just for the defense budget when you count it all up not the games they play so let's say you're 1.2 to 1.5 trillion dollars you have to deficit finance that well in the scam that we had for the last since 2008 when money was free you can play those games everybody can spend you can play those games but when interest rates start to pop because inflation, they have to choke down inflation. When they start to run and see what's happening in the United Kingdom, what Dave Brad's saying, bigger and bigger hunks of that become, you gotta pay the interest. And now you're gonna get to the point that you're gonna cut of $800 billion, a trillion dollars just on interest. So you're in a vicious cycle. You're in a vicious cycle that you can't pull out of. In Naval Air, they would say, you're arguing into the hillside, okay? And you're losing your equilibrium. Steve Cortez. This is why this yeah. stake everybody under 35 years old, all yeah. of you yeah. liberal progressive Democrats, you live like serfs right now. You're going to be a debt slave, and you're never going to get out of it. It's going to be the rest of your life on earth right. is going to be burdened by this. Steve Cortez.
4: And Steve, you're exactly right. This is unavoidable math. Okay. You know, we say price is truth, math is truth. It's unavoidable. But let me give you, I like to be in the solutions business because Professor Brad is exactly correct about these projections. Okay. (laughs) Now, what are some solutions? And there are two near term solutions. And I'm not saying that, I'm not saying they fix everything, but they are significant steps toward fixing it, toward fixing the inflationary nightmare, toward keeping interest rates from soaring out of control. The first is as soon as this new Republican Congress takes control, it must unleash American energy. It must go back to a place where drilling and fracking are encouraged, where pipelines are permitted all over this country and dare Biden to veto it. Maybe he will. Fine. If he does, then we're going to have that showdown into 2024. But unleash American energy. That is the quickest, most effective way to start attacking this problem. But the second thing that I hear almost nobody talking about, Steve, and again, this isn't a grand fix, but it will help, is China, the Chinese Communist Party, owes the United States of America biological war reparations. We owe right now a trillion dollars in treasuries to the Chinese. We will take that back as a down payment on those reparations. Again, it doesn't solve the problem, but it's a nice help, and it would be a nice near-term help, and it is completely just. It is completely valid. Okay, They owe us biological war reparations. So unleash American energy, erase the debt to China, and then we can really get started from a place of of sanity, of, of, of policy sanity toward fixing this problem.
0: The, the, in addition, those two are must-haves: full-spectrum energy dominance and and with the COVID nineteen. Go back to ni- Go back to nineteen. Look how great nineteen was, right? Look at look at was Cortez said the golden age of the Christmas of twenty nineteen. The Chinese CCP did this out of the Wuhan lab. Absolutely. The other thing is that you're going to have to have some showdowns with the Biden regime. This spending is just it's it, you can't it's not financeable anymore. It's just not financeable. It's not. And somebody has to be the adult to say, no, here's our plan and force him to shut down the government and, and expose his radical nature of this modern monetary theory. Let's have it. It's time for national conversations and debates. I'm all for a debate. You know why? We know we can win. The facts are on our side. You saw that the Joe Kent debate the other night. Joe, Camp, uh, Joe Kent understood exactly the economy and the crisis we're in. His opponent, especially a working class Democrat, really didn't have a clue. Just just one more sophomoric idea after the other. Short break. Professor Bratt, Steve Cortez, we're going to stick around for a couple of minutes. I got Mike Lindell, Charlie Kirk, all of it next in the War Room.
1: It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP.
4: Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon.
0: The epidemic is a
1: demon, and we cannot let this demon hide.
0: War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Bank of America, because of weakness in consumer demand, Bank of America just downgraded uh, Apple. So that kind of goes with the CarMax. So much for the strength of the consumer. Cortez, they've been talking about. Um, Steve, how do people get to, particularly your sub where you're putting up a great analysis and on Getter? And thank God for Getter. Getter's given us the network yes. that connects everything, Italy to Brazil, to the United States and to every congressional district and every person out there that's got something to say that's been canceled or they threaten to cancel on other platforms. Uh, Steve, how do people get to you?
4: Yeah, amen to that. Thank goodness for the free speech platform of Getter. Find me there. I'm at Steve. For now, I'm still on Twitter at Cortez Steve Cortez with an S, but I prefer you find me on the Getter.
0: So it, 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 real quickly, you got CarMax dropped 23% because of the consumer situation. You got Apple now downgraded. What does that tell? Because they've been telling us the consumer's strong, and you know, every time you have the consumer strong, labor market strong. What does that tell you, Cortez?
4: See, it tells me the consumer is literally barely getting by, and for middle and lower income folks, they're not even getting by. Okay, that's the reality. For them, they might be in a depression right now. For lower income people, that's the reality. One out of six homes, according to Bloomberg, one out of six homes in America, delinquent on their power bill, the most basic bill in their lives right now. Times are dire right now. Corporate media might not know it. Biden White House doesn't care or doesn't know it. The reality is people are really, really hurting. We've got to add, uh, we've got to provide the solutions and the fixes. We didn't make this mess. We're going to fix it
0: uh cortez thank you so much look forward to having you back on uh a day how do people get to all the charts remember to get people on local tv what we want to do is get the posse up to speed we may have to do a webinar to take more time to go through it in detail um and then they can go to town halls they can make a big deal about it and yep. local tv will have them on where do they go to get the charts as a starter sir
3: yeah we'll go to at steve he he's, he beat you to that punch and then go to Brat economics at uh, at getter and out on rumble and don't don't reinvent the wheel right these are just the basics you know stats for economics and business and markets and today you know Washington Times and Epic Times both have a, a, another story out you need to share with your representatives republican or democrat guess who the biggest user of department of defense research and technology is it's not the united states it's china they're the number one user of our research our own CEOs in the U.S. are selling out our country to the enemy. And 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 the wars are brewing. I, everybody knows that part. And so uh, we have serious stuff to share with our representatives, and they can walk and chew gum at the same time. They can message. They're just they don't have a backbone. They don't want to message. Yeah. So you make sure they're out there messaging.
0: Yeah, Dr. Bradley Thayer is going to be on with us at 6 30 tonight to go through these specific topics about the CCP. Uh, day brad one more time where do they get to you on how do they get to you on getter
3: yep brat economics b-r-a-t brat economics at getter all the charts will be up there today posted and all the prior videos and uh stuff i do on the war room thank you guys god bless thank you sir
0: okay mike lindell now joins us mike we start off by polling uh looking at the fire pelosi movement up on capitol hill look at the analysis of the, particularly in these house seats um we then had some very bad economic news. Continue on. Uh, give us your perspective. How, how do we win here? Because we got to win. How do we win? And how do we ensure they're not we're not cheated out of it, sir?
1: Well, <clears throat> the number one thing that everybody can do is vote day of. We showed that with Carrie Lake in Arizona. You need to vote the same day. Everything else, we're going to be watching the algorithms. Uh, you need to. Watch, we'll be watching the polling. The the good pollers, not the ones that are lying so that they can do this steal. But we can overrun the algorithms. Everybody has to get out and vote. Everybody you know. And same day. Don't vote two days early. Don't vote one day early. Vote same day. It's a lot harder for them when they don't have names to pull from the voter rolls with these machines and computers the, the same day. And know that if uh, if we all get out and vote and, over, and overrun the algorithms, and the, even the ones we don't, we are watching this time, we're watching everything. We're watching through the Edison report. We're gonna be all getting the cast vote ballots. and everybody we have a lot of stuff in place uh in a lot of counties now where they're gonna do a hand count right after the uh right after the election. So there's a lot of great things in place, but everybody and, you know, you get everyone and, and to you pull know to off, vote too.
0: We, yeah. You gotta do ten and ten. You write your list down to ten, you own your vote, you then go to your ten closest folks yes they own theirs 10 it's the 10 and 10 program everybody gets yep. 10 on their list but also volunteering you know you're, you can volunteer for campaigns
1: not, not. Strategy. Yeah, pre- strategy yes just, just go everything. and volunteer and,
0: yep. and here's also when you call and go to your local uh county it's not just to be a poll watcher it's not to be on the outside watching what's happening with people coming through It's to be a poll worker or a judge or something. They're looking for volunteers. We want to flood the zone. Already tens of thousands have done it. That's why the New York Times and people are in meltdown. That's why they did this 30-minute film about this. But it's a civic duty. It's your civic duty. You need to be in the room. You need to be in the room watching everything. And by the way, we understand uh, the, the focus is a clear, transparent, fair election with only American citizens voting on what are certifiable ballots. And we understand right. that you're going to have the judgment to do that, but there are going to be a lot of tough fights in this. So you've and got Steve, to volunteer.
1: Okay, right. Sir. And Steve, I want to tell everybody you can go to frankspeech.com, go to cause of America, Missouri, put that in the search and Missouri. She, they made a beautiful, um, uh, basically a guide to what to look for when you are watching the poll, or when you are involved. I mean, it is amazing, Stephen. It, it works for every state and uh, they put a lot of work into this. And I, uh, I haven't had uh, a chance to put it up on our main page, but just put search positive America, Missouri, and you'll see everything you can do as a poll watcher, as a volunteer and as a precinct strategy worker. Um, so they, I was very impressed and uh, we are going to all work together and it's going to be a, uh, it's gonna be an amazing election. Uh, by the way, Steve, I wanted to quick tell you um, we've been attacked all week. This is an update for everybody. I've been attacked all week. Now the big thing is we're making. I'm making money at all this because I'm I'm selling my pillows, selling product. What a concept that they, uh, I've done all this uh, as as you know, one of the machine companies. The judge said, "Yep, they have standing." So so I just want everyone to I want to thank all your viewers again. By the way, I don't know if people realize that, Steve. We have a we have a special at my pillow, a special square, a war room square with specials specifically to your audience. So if everybody goes there and helps out and uses the promo code war room, you can get all the the sheets, everything we have on sale right now for your audience. So. I just want to put that in there you
0: guys the, have done. but this. this is when you're getting attacked they never mentioned the fact that before you started this defending the american people and talk about election integrity you were not just in the big box stores want people to understand like guys at walmart a square yeah. inch in walmart they analyze that square inch for profitability i mean they're a machine yeah. walmart actually took out one of the most profitable one of the highest margin products for them they took it out uh yeah. because they didn't like Mike Mike Lindell's politics. So 50% of your business, whatever, when all the retailers, the bed bath and beyonds, and everybody and you told them, you said, Hey, if you take me out because of what I'm standing up for, the American people, we ain't never coming back. And so right. that's gotta be made up by the 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 promo codes. It's just it's a natural yeah. thing. It's not well, that you're it, making it, money it, off it, this. You're trying to save the company off of this, right? Yeah,
1: exactly, Stephen. It's you know, I've had the New York Times, I've had all of these attack me all week long. Every I mean, these are the big ones. These are your CNNs, New York Times, Business Insider. These guys are coming at me going, Mike, you're using promo codes, you're using, I was using promo codes before this all happened. That's my business model, so we can track sales to everybody and give credit where credit's due. And it's just, it's disgusting, Steve. But, and uh, it's like, okay, so I, you guys will be happy when my business is destroyed. 2,000 some people lose their jobs. Remember, my pillow is an employee-owned company and they've been attacked by these machine companies out there they attacked by the media but yet but yet machine these companies we never heard of before they protect them and these big box stores are um, they don't care about um uh you know made in america we've got the mystore.com they they went after them you know i lost four of them because of the fbi thing where they're now afraid they're weaponizing the fbi so don't talk to mike lindell don't talk to mike lindell you know, and they're putting fear into people again. And I've had it. It's uh, but the people have responded once again, Stephen, and, and uh, especially uh, the war room posse. Yeah. And, uh
0: Well, so just we go got go that. to our square. We understand money's tight, but go to the square and see these these products are unbelievable. MyPillow.com well, dot Can
1: do all your can do all your shopping in one spot with this economy. I we took all that money those box stores were making, and we passed it on to the people. i I don't need to make that margin. The people can take yeah. that. These box stores want to do that? You know, you get all your Christmas shopping done early before the economy really tanks here.
0: Tell, 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 tell the uh, audience also, you're not backing off, not just in all the lawsuits you're doing and everything you're fighting right. with Tina Peters out there in Colorado. Where are you going right. to be? I mean, you've also made a big emphasis. You, you're saying, hey, we got to win on 8 November. There's not a choice. We, if we don't right. win, we've definitely lost the country. So it's, it's all in. Uh, just to give people where the types of things you're going to be at over the next you know three or four weeks because you're well, first you're on all, the go 24 seven.
1: Right. First of all, we sued the sued the government, and the FBI, and and just know everybody. I'm not letting up on all the all the lawsuits and all the evidence that's sitting waiting for the governor to live or the government to lift that gag order and stuff. And though, we're, though, that's a separate path. The events coming up, I we've got to push these candidates on this Saturday. I'm going to be in Michigan with the president, our real president, Donald Trump. I'm going to be speaking there. Uh, Next week, it's a huge schedule. I've got uh, on uh, October 7th, uh, we'll be in Nevada. Or no, 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 New Mexico. New Mexico for an event there. And uh, Steve, you will be at that too, I believe. Um, And then also on November, on October 8th, there'll be a a rally uh, with the president again in Phoenix. And in between that, everybody, I'm meeting with... uh, politicians. Uh, and we're, like I say, we're trying, I'm getting more and more counties and stuff that are committed to do a hand count right after the election on uh, November 9th, a hand a hand count in the, a lot of counties and a lot of a lot of spot checking, Steve, that we're going to do it. And these are secretary of states. I got a few of them and a few attorney generals I met with of late that have agreed to do this, which is a, a big blessing. Uh, you know, the way I look at it, we're going to, it's going to be an amazing election, and but we've got to all get out there. So right now, I've kind of shifted gears to promote your Matt DePerno's and your Christina Cuomo yeah. and uh, and these people. We've got to get them all elected. We've got to get I, I, them elected. I, I,
0: I, here's what people we need to. Where do people go to see where you're committed to be at these events so they can start planning? And where they go to get all the information, including the Missouri, uh, the guide yeah. to Missouri? Once you're story. once you're a poll worker, your guide to 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 be right. on the alert. Sir.
1: It's your one-stop shop. Everybody, go to frankspeech.com or download the app, Frank Speech or Frank Social, or or, or both of them. But uh, Frank Speech, download the app. Go to frankspeech.com. Everything is there. Go to the menu. You have a library there. You have the Cause of America there. You have um, uh, um, you have all your everything. You'll see where I'm going to be at. You can see uh, uh, you can see the lawsuits that are all going. On. You can see the evidence. You can see what's inside the machines. Anyone that says, oh, there's no evidence, say, go to Frank's speech. It's right there. It says, inside the machine. over. You know, all the stuff
0: they've It's a a great brief. (laughs) Mike, uh, thank you so much. And by the way, you're putting your shoulder to the wheel. Everybody, if you go to Frank's speech, you're going to see Lindell's going to be everywhere. He's the hardest working man, not just in showbiz, but in politics, because he (laughs) is all over the country, giving speeches, supporting candidates, supporting people, supporting causes. It's unbelievable. Mike... Honored to have you on here, brother. Keep fighting. All right.
1: Thanks, Steve. Thank you all. God bless.
0: Lindell, we think we work hard at the war room. We're pikers. He's the best. Okay, short commercial break. we got a lot to get through and only one more segment in the morning show. Five o'clock tonight to seven is going to be lit. Also, back after a short commercial break.
1: Arrived
0: Okay, want to get uh, here, we're always talking about being on offense all the time. We're bringing in Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA. Charlie, you guys are on offense. But By the way, you've been attacked. I just want to go through this college campus situation where your people have been attacked in, uh, mm-hmm. in the ideologues on this campus. And I don't understand why campus authorities are not on this, are allowing people to go after these great groups you've got on there. But in all that, you're saying, hey, we're still going on offense. So That's walk right. us through what's happening.
2: Yeah. So, you know, we've been lectured, Steve, for the last couple of weeks about domestic violent extremists, even though it seems as if there's none on the American right. They killed a teenager in North Dakota and everyone's quiet about that. Kaylor Ellingson, one of the most shocking stories that's happened. And then our Turning Point USA groups are under attack by left-wing domestic violent extremists. Far too often happened at the University of New Mexico. We had a nice campus event or so we thought it was going to be. And groups, I'm telling you, almost a dozen or two dozen domestic violent extremists, on the left, started to assault police officers, go through the door. We had to cancel the event. We had to vacate the speaker, Tommy Laren, and put her into a safe room, totally derailing the event. And then another one happened at the University of Iowa, Iowa of all places, where the great Benny Johnson, who works with us at Turning Point USA, was giving a presentation on memes and a guy comes up and physically and violently just throws the projector against the wall, destroying the entire presentation. He ends up getting arrested. So we have to be lectured about domestic violent extremism. Maybe they should see what's actually happening on American college campuses. But despite all that, Steve, look, the philosophy at Turning Point USA is offense, offense, offense. That's why I love the war room. I love the energy. I love the spirit. So starting next week, we had this plan for a while, but we are going to double and triple down on this. We're having the most ambitious campus tour that I think the movement has ever done. We have the great Candace Owens. We're going all across the country, University of Delaware. We're going to Michigan State University. We're going up to North Dakota, Kansas City, Florida State, Grand Canyon University in the great state of Arizona. We're also going to UT Austin, which might be the most dangerous and liberal school that people don't always think about. Austin is, I'll tell you, very wacky. But that's all happening with Turning Point USA. The month of October is a month of offense for freedom, for America. No more important place to play offense than to go right into these liberal safe spaces to get our pro-American values where they're not usually heard. And by the way, Steve, it's not just what's happening on campus because it's going to be amazing, obviously, huge turnout. These these videos, these speeches will be seen by millions of people, millions of people. So October is a month for offense for us at Turning Point USA.
0: You and I talk a lot. We can't concede these younger people because now they're coming from, with the economy where it is, capital markets where are, is, they're going from – Uh, being uh, Russian serfs to debt slaves for the rest of their lives. What's the message? When you send Candace Owens out, who's as brave as they get, she's an American icon, right? Fearless, totally fearless. What is her message to these young people that we need to turn?
2: Yeah, I mean, her message and my message will, will be a couple things. Number one, acknowledging and recognizing that there have been a series of decisions made by the rulers and the elites that have in some ways rigged the game against the next generation we're careful the way we message this because we don't want to create a generation of victims we're very careful about this this victimhood politics can turn into something that is very sinister and very soviet however a recognition that the lockdowns the mask mandates the vaccine mandates the money that we're borrowing that we do not have and piling the next generation with debt both in the student loan area and also the national debt and then inflation alongside of it as a corollary is creating a generation that is miserable depressed anxious suicidal and not believing America's best days are ahead of it. So then our our mission then is to then capture their imagination that a better America is possible around meaning and truth and virtue and things that the conservative movement really needs to hone in on. The opposition is very dark. They're very cynical. They're very hedonistic. They focus on licentiousness and immediate pleasure. We want to talk about how making the proper prudent political decisions or just philosophical decisions we actually might be able to create a country that um, is based in eternal principles. And so that's the message we bring. And also, Steve, a large part of our kind of campaign, if you will, is just debunking this left-wing garbage, right? So not only is it the positive message, but then we open up the microphone for anyone that wants to ask a question. Left-winger, Marxist, communist, socialist, whatever. And that's really when the fun is, you know, starts, Steve, because they come and they say there's unlimited genders. America's an awful country. And then you can start to see, are they really well-equipped to have a conversation about the stuff that they're awfully confident about, right? And usually it's a lot more cockiness than it is wisdom with a lot of these campus activists.
0: Uh, Charlie, when parents watch this, I'm sure that, uh, let's say this, I I I would go long on the fact that Candace Owens' tour is going to cause a little consternation. I want people to understand that your book kind of explains a lot of what's going on campuses. How do people get college scammed? Because I know parents are going to sit there go, look at this riots they're having on these college campuses. Yep. It's for young people and parents to understand the cartel, but particularly the ideology behind the cartel. So how do they get to that as they watch the Candace Owens tour unfold, sir?
2: Yeah, it's the Candace Owens turning point USA tour. She's going across the country. I'm also going to be going to UT Austin and other places. Look, I spent a long time on this book, Steve. You and I just sat down and chatted about it. We've reduced the price for everyone in the war room uh, We've by 50%. It's tpusa.com book, the best offer you're going to get for this book. It talks about every component of the problem, from the violence on campuses to the insidious ideology, to the cartel, to the student loan bribery that's happening, to how politicians want this. That's something that we don't talk about enough, Steve, is that how this entire industry is built on trying to make young people poor because they actually are easier to control politically the best way to do it uh special war room offer tpusa.com book and all proceeds of the book go to turning point usa and that's so if you buy the book here's the great irony steve you're able to then fund our campus army continually going to play offense and just remember the month of October needs to be a month of offense for everyone in the war rooms. And at turning point USA, we're, we're doing our part. We're going to college campuses unafraid with the message of Liberty and freedom.
0: Uh, Charlie, you follow us here on real America's voice as the next show. How do people, what's your social media? How do people, I know you gotta get ready for the show. What's your social media?
2: Yeah, we got the great Blake masters coming up, by the way, we got to do a lot of things for him in the Arizona Senate race. We got to get him across the finish line. Best way is just to subscribe to the Charlie Kirk show podcast Uh, If anyone's on podcast apps, type in Charlie Kirk show and subscribe. Also follow us on getter. You guys have it up on screen right now. We deeply appreciate it, but our podcast is doing very, very well. Um, We're honored to be partnered with you guys at war room. I think it's a very powerful one, two combo, Steve. I have people coming up at the top levels of Republican government saying, boy, that Bannon Kirk combo, that's kind of the new (laughs) drumbeat. I say, here we go.
0: Charlie Kirk, go to work, brother. Thank you. The Candace Please. Owen Charlie Kirk <laughs> Turning Point USA Tour. That'll be one to watch. Okay, we're we'll back here at 5, and we're going to be lit. So be here in the war room, 5 p.m.
1: today.
0: War room posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants.